That was Lost Painting, a Castlevania Symphony of the Night uh, soundtrack, but most specifically the remix from Smash. Uh, right now, we have ourselves an interview with Bartek and Ryan from Spit and Polish Podcast. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I did it. I'm Ryan. Uh, and I'm Bartek. Brilliant. Nice Thank to you. meet you. Uh, my mom likes the name, too. Oh, that explains it. That explains it. so Pink much so about yeah, names. Yeah, His mum likes my name, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice name, Ryan. Yeah. Um, so, please tell our lovely viewing audience of ten people uh, what exactly you do. So, we have a viewing audience or a listening audience? Oh, Who's watching oh that's true. Um, <laughs> who, who are these ten people looking at me? Well, actually, if you think about it, the amount of people in this room... <laughs> in the studio We've is been about in that. this room the whole time during this whole recording, so... So we've been watching. So, uh, yeah. Listening. So we're a podcast that uh, primarily talks about... Well, we only talk about film. Uh, yes. We've covered a wide range of films. We've covered mysterious films that we've found secondhand from op shops. Oh, that sounds like fun. Oh, yes. oh that's, that's they've f- been <laughs> fun. We found a weird homemade Jehovah's Witness movie. That was a fun one. Yes, that's from our monthly show, The Mystery Box, which uh, this show Stefan Bradley was a guest on. He's Sorry, Stefan 69, I believe. Silent Stefan 69. Silent Stefan 69. Silent Stephane. Yeah, it's essentially he's not well, he, wasn't, to... he wasn't silent on our podcast. Uh, he wasn't. In fact, he wouldn't shut up. He knew uh, all the songs. He knew all the songs. And we also had like our weekly show in which we did commentary tracks for mm-hmm. a whole bunch of movies that are unappreciated. So, you know, Big Fat Liar... Uh, Agent Cody Banks, Agent Cody Banks 2, you know, all Who these... underappreciates Big Fat Liar? Well, that movie's some, amazing. Scum, scum, exactly. Yeah, no. Some people out there said, hey, Paul Giamatti, you should be nominated for a Raspberry yes. Award for this. Uh, that show was that called... Was blue. Uh, that show was called Unappreciated Masterpieces, where we found the movies that were unappreciated but are masterpieces, yeah. and we defend them. I, yeah. I, I, if, if I am to add something to that list... Many people berate this movie, but I think it's one of the best movies of all time, which is the Cat in the Hat movie. Ooh. Mm. Oh, fantastic. That's a classic. That is such a good movie, and people just need to rewatch it. Well, it's it. a meme movie now. It Kids is. Love it it is. But it's actually a good movie. I mean, they should have just got that movie and just put the cat soundtrack over it for the new cat <gasps> for the new cats that would have been a making. much better movie yeah that would have been, been a much so better good. movie so yeah you know we've covered a w- wide range of topics on the show of movies you know varying qualities and of course this being a video game podcast we talked about some video game adaptations movie yes. adaptations believe it or not there've been a lot of them over the years yeah, yeah quite a few if you guys had to pick your favorite video game movie adaptations what would they be if you had to gun to your head to the head, Bartek. I really enjoyed the Ace Attorney film. I saw that at the Melbourne Film Festival when that was in there, which was, I think, 2012, 2013. Obviously, it's a Japanese one, not a Hollywood one, but it was very faithful to the original game. Few changes, but a lot of fun, especially in live action. You're doing yeah. these kind of cartoonish anime cliches, like yeah, the Pratt Falls. God, I want to watch that movie really badly, knowing full well that it's just people... <laughs> Trying their best. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they yeah. actually, when they present evidence in court, they actually throw holograms of the evidence at each other. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because uh, it's, it's basically we haven't had a good one yet still. Isn't that impressive that we still haven't had a Ryan, good one? Ryan, what are you talking about? Unappreciated masterpieces yeah. are great films that we defend. Yeah, well, I would have to go Max Payne out of all the ones <laughs> we've covered. Um, it's a Max Payne movie? With Mark Wahlberg. Oh. And Mila okay. Kunis. Yes. 
And that, that guy is from Prison Break. Because I didn't know it existed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Max Payne. Uh, it's not at all faithful to the video game. There's weird We've been told. Valkyrie creatures in it for no apparent reason. But having not played any Max Payne game, I can tell you the Max Payne movie is a deliciously fun time. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's just going crazy in that movie. He's, he's, he's confused about what's happening left and right. You don't know if it's the actor or the character. Yeah, that's just Mark confused. Wahlberg just kind of confused <laughs> then, all the time. You know, a good movie is... Where at the end of this movie that no one ever heard of or no one saw or no one liked, they give you that post-credit stinger of there's going to be a sequel. And it's like, well, that's 10 years ago. We're still, <laughs> still waiting. Listen, it's still, it's still in pre-production. It's still in pre-production. Marky Mark is trying his best. That or the Prince of Persia movie. Pretty uh-huh. good. Pretty I good. love Jake Gyllenhaal. We all love Jake Gyllenhaal. I actually believe I From watched Persia. that in theatres when it first came out, <laughs> I but I too. don't remember it at all. Is Jake Gyllenhaal the main... He's the yes. prince. He does he's he? I've, see, I've seen the movie. Oh, I just have no memory of Jake Gyllenhaal in it. his uncle is Ben Kingsley? No. Uh, no. He's the bad guy. Are you surprised that Ben Kingsley is the bad guy? Twist. Bad guy. <laughs> oh, and on, on this yeah. episode tonight, we've already mentioned Spider-Man 2. Alfred Molina was also in the film. Yeah, he was also in Prince he of Persia. He played Doc Ock. No, no, he didn't play Doc Ock in Doc Prince Ock of Persia. Doc Ock makes a surprise cameo in Prince of Persia, actually. No, that's a classic film. We had Stefan Silence, Stefan on for that one. Yes. And it's set a tradition that he would appear in movies with sand in it. Yes, sand or desert films. <laughs> and then we did From Paris with Love and broke that. Well, we needed a John Travolta expert. And that's true. And Stefan was the guy. Yes. Right. Um, so... Um, I'm not sure if you'd be able to do this off the top of your heads, but out of all of your large repertoire of podcasts, what would you recommend for a first-time viewer trying to step in and listen into your stuff? Well, for a viewer, it'll be hard, since we're audio. <laughs> for a listener. <laughs> for a listening person. Um, Bartek, what, about, what do you think? Uh, do we go with a favourite or a generally alright episode? You, you, you choose. You go first. Um, you make your own rules. If I were to say my favourite episode that we've done for Unappreciated Masterpieces, I would go with Entrapment, which is the... Uh, Sean Connery, Catherine Zeta-Jones pairing that we've all wanted. <laughs> yes. Have you ever thought, you know, Sean Connery, who he should get with? Catherine Zeta-Jones. And you know who his best friend should be? Ving Rhames. And of course, Ving Rhames in that movie is a tech expert. Because of course. That's the one thing Vig Rage is good at. Yeah, that's that, his typecast. And the Mission Impossible movies, he's a tech expert in both. That's his job, Ving Rhames. Okay. Um, so uh, both Bartek and Ryan will be sticking around after the next song, which is oh, yeah. going to be Tokyo by Brockhampton. My favorite. Yay. Is that the new emperor? <laughs> That was uh, Tokyo by Brockhampton. And uh, we are player one uh, with an interview with Bartek and Ryan from the Spit and Polish podcast. And we're continuing that interview yeah. uh, right now. Um, we're right here. You're right, right here. there. In, in live in the studio. Of, live in the studio. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. Uh, Hit us. We, 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 uh, we, have a, we have a very pertinent question for you. Because before you sa- stated that you thought, None of the video game movies oh, are except very for, good. for Doom, Max Payne, Hitman, all the ones we've covered on <laughs> yeah, our show. Yeah, yeah. the only good ones. Prince of Persia. Sands of Time, Assassin's Creed, Tekken. Yeah. Uh, how would you go about making a good video game movie? Mm, mm, tricky it's, question, it's I know. It's a tricky question. The first I question is, like, what one would you choose to well, what adapt? what one would you choose? That's a good question. That's a good well, starter. That's a good, it's a good, a good starting. As someone who doesn't play video games very often... It's tougher for me, but Bartek, you like playing weird, sexy anime games. Which one would you pick? 
Do I have to pick one of those? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and the director will be M. Night Shyamalan. Go. <laughs> oh, that's a very good question. Um, I know that when we did the Tekken film on our podcast not too long ago... Perfect film. Um, it was very perfect. A little bit perfect, but very perfect. Too perfect. Um... One of the criticisms that we came up with, Ryan, because you weren't as familiar with it as myself or the guests, like you no. you remember King from Tekken. I thought he was a guy with a lion for a head, but I didn't realise he was wearing a mask. Yes, he was pressure. And it wasn't a lion. But, but in the film... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this guy's half Just animal. swing and a miss, love that. I mean, there are actual animal so characters. So why was so. I wrong? Oh, no, 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 you weren't wrong. The point I was bringing up was it's a it's something you remembered mm. from the franchise. And I feel like when you want to make a video game film, if people have played this video game and remember it, you want to kind of cater to that, that yeah. kind of fan service. You don't quite want to take liberties that ruins the feel of the world or the story that you've come to know. You want something that feels like, oh, yeah, this is fun. This is just like the game. So it sort of feels f- more familiar. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're that going with... I, I'm completely opposite to you. Yeah, you want... I hate those video game movies that are like, hey, this is for the fans. Like, because as someone who doesn't play video games that much, I want to see a three-act structured movie oh, you in see which characters have normal arcs in movies instead of like, hey, you remember this character from the game? Here they are. Yeah. I don't know what game would be... Everyone would say Portal because that's a fun game because it's got weird sci-fi nonsense, but honestly... Doesn't it only have, like, two characters? Though? Yeah, that's Yeah, enough. that's the issue. Mm. Oh, you don't think you can have a bottle movie where there's two characters? Watch the film Moon. It's just got Sam Rockwell by himself with another Sam Rockwell. Mm. Um, I would say, let's do Sonic. Make him live action with creepy fingernails and teeth. <laughs> That's the only one. Yeah. That's all I can do. All the games I played as a child, I'm going with my childhood here. I want uh, Tumbi 2, <laughs> live action adaptation. The kid that would play Tumbi would be Andy Serkis in a mocap suit mm-hmm. doing like a like CGI weird hybrid. Is monster. he doing the voice as well? Uh, no. Why would he? <laughs> you get someone else to do it. Get someone like Beyonce to do it. Uh, like, like Mars needs mum and Seth Green. <laughs> exactly. Um, Bartek, game, you have to pick one. It's Sophie's choice. What are you adapting? How are we going to make Hollywood finally get a video game movie right? <sighs> it's a big question. I thought we were just going to talk about the philosophy behind making it good. I didn't have, a, I didn't have an example. Well, can you make any good? I guess that's I, the I, thing. I, like, I personally were... believe you can adapt anything into a movie, but it seems like with video games, we've had, what, like 30... Five years of attempts. Misses. Mm. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of like where our disagreement was there. It's not so much a disagreement. I guess it's just two different thought processes. Do you want to make something that fans will recognize, or do you want to make something that appeals more to a general audience? Because mm. can you make both happy? Yeah. I guess that's the big question you have to ask yourself if you're making a video game film. Are you going to well, make them happy? The thing about that is that it's kind of already been done, because if you really think about it, super like comic books... I was going to say Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, you're right. Bob Hoskins was good casting. So was John Leguizamo. They're both Italian. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I directed that movie, so it, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, you're still alive? Good. God, yeah. <laughs> How do you think that movie is? Um, so what I was about to say was uh, comic books have or- are already a medium that's pretty distant from 
conventional things like movies mm. and TV shows because they are uh, both like a lot of their effects and the way you read it, them is very like locked off into the comic books and very, most mm. of them use that very intelligently. Uh, and superhero movies, something that was once such a big fad back in the days for nerds and geeks in their little dark little corners, is now the most highest grossing like movies yeah. that exist. Mm. That's true. I, I find it hard to believe that video, video games, games could, but, can't do the yeah. same thing. But the thing is with superhero things, when they were adapted to cinema, they were popular. Let's not forget Adam West's Batman and George Reeve as Superman. That was before Christopher Reeve. You know, like, these have been popular and they've faded out because they didn't keep up with what people wanted in the times. So it went too goofy, went too dark. But video game movies have never broken that gap. Mm. Is the issue maybe that video game movies try too hard to emulate the feel of a video game instead of focusing on, like, oh, we're just going to take recognizable characters who maybe yeah. have interesting arcs and put that into a real story. But they kind of instead are like, well, everyone plays, like, Assassin's Creed is a good example. Like, everyone plays for the high-impact action, so it's just going to be a film of that action mm. with no real story. No stakes. Or, or really the problem anything. is they have, like, some generic script. It's like, hey, we got this story about guys who go into a dinosaur world. Mm, let's call it Super Mario Brothers. Like, like <laughs> they either go one way where it's just like what well, you guys just said, or they completely disregard everything that makes the video game recognizable yeah recognizable so it's like what's the point except for hey this actor has a mustache like the character in the game isn't that great that's it so what you're saying is that video games have no hope uh i i want to they have even in modern cinema everyone was like detective pikachu finally broke the mold i saw it and i thought it sucked and i haven't played detective pikachu the game but i don't want to after seeing the movie i thought it was boring I like the movie, but I can... Like, when I watched it, the first thought that came to my mind after finishing it was, like, that's a movie for Pokemon fans. And Mm. I... Like, I looked around me at, like, the, like, handful of kids and adults who were just, like, not getting it. It didn't have Team Rocket, so Uh, minus 10. Also, here's the thing with Pokemon. Can we even count them anymore? Because Pokemon's such a huge entity that it goes beyond just being games. Yeah. They're, like... Shows, movies, everything. Mobile they're basically they're like there was a stage musical. Yeah, they're basically like you know uh, a conglomerate onto themselves. Yeah, so can fair, you even actually. count it when they become a movie? Because well, you've already got the anime to build you up. <laughs> yeah, they've already kind of told a story with those I mean, characters. The weakest part of Detective Pikachu was the fact that it couldn't even be nearly as funny as the as the anime as the original animated thing that I grew up with like yeah. no character was as funny as Jesse or James that's in true. this new mm. movie and that's the problem like video games can we do them maybe yeah we're about to wrap up where can we find your podcast and uh, if possible can you give us your social media accounts well Bartek can we be found yes we can do you exist my name is very distinctive <laughs> you can just google my name and probably find it but no um I say no, but yes. You can Google us, Spit and Polish Presents. You'll probably find our Podbean. You might find us on all the various other podcasting websites. We're on all of them, man. Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, everything. Just Google Spit and Polish Presents. You'll find us on all of those. Look for the sausages. Look for Yes, we have nice little little sausages of us. And we're on the social medias of Facebook and Twitter. And you just look up Spit and Polish Presents on those and you'll find us easy peasy, Japanese. Awesome. If you go to YouTube and just type Spit and Polish, we'll be battling out with shoe shining videos. So make sure you write Presents. Yeah. Presents.